Welcome to Talking Fußball Fantasy, your source for all things official fantasy Bundesliga with player picks as sweet as Nils Petersen's first touch off the bench, fancy advice as fairy tale as Luka Jovic's Bundesliga return, and two pundits who, like many, were left cursing Holland and Hoffman. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, one and all. My name is James Surrogate. This is Talking Fußball Fantasy, season four, match day 17, and joining me as always, the fantasy Fußball got himself, Flo Reinecker. Flo, what a weekend. Uh, we had underperforming stars, too, too many goalless draws, in my opinion. But above all, your boy, Felix Agu, finally fulfilled the promise you've been preaching about. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely w- was great. But I was so excited that like I couldn't remember his name. And then, uh, but uh, then I remembered. Ich bin Felix Agu, Felix Agu, einfach Felix Agu. Yeah, he's got a lovely swaggy rap track about him uh, made uh, during his time at Osnabrück. So, uh, yeah, was was great uh, seeing him deliver. Although I have to say the first half against Augsburg was like one of the worst football I've ever witnessed. And uh, but the second half was was decent enough. So I think in hindsight, most of the analysis were worse than it actually was. Uh, for Bremen, just because the first half was so bad. But second half was actually uh, one of the better performances this season, which isn't saying that much. But yeah, get away with the three points and, and Agu finally uh, being able to show what he can do in the Bundesliga. It's, it's nice. It's very nice. I could I could not help but think of you when it happened and when I saw his name, not just uh, you know in the score sheet but with an assist as well. I thought that's that's just absolutely uh, not a real assist. Well, we have to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> no, true. Because there was a minor deflection and did it yeah, get taken away in the fantasy? Know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it did in the end. Oh, okay, right. I thought he I thought he got credited with it at one point. No, I I checked. Okay, I mean. Disappointing, I think twenty-two points without the assist. So. Yeah, I was going to say you can take that right as a as a as a that's yeah. a real introduction to life as a Bundesliga fantasy player for the one guy who has Felix Agu in his lineup. But maybe there are more uh, for for the next match day. There might be, there might be. And and listeners, you may be thinking, oh, what on earth is happening? It's an English Woche and, and James and Flo are putting out an episode. We decided to try and do things a little bit differently because we do, do normally leave you hanging. But we thought, you know what, 15 minute episode and we'll aim for that at least, maybe 20. We'll see. Um, but we thought we could come on uh, and give you a little taste of what we were thinking during this English Woche. And what we'll do is we're just going to make this a listener questions and player picks only episode. So no rundown of the fixture list. I I think that makes sense because ultimately there's a very short shelf life on this anyway. So without further ado, let's crack on uh, and flow the first question uh, from Masieszko, who says, with Wamangatuka and Gonzalez out, is it worth a gamble on Kalajic? Yeah, he's he's definitely an intriguing option for 4.9 million. Uh, I think you can uh, go there, but if I... Save or well, if I'm saving money up front, I might as well go to Matthew Hoppy uh, of Schalke for 1.6. And both options are one and done because you can't rely on Kalajic playing next weekend and Schalke is playing at Munich next weekend. So you can't rely on a Schalke player even if he's playing. So um, that's the reason why I might be inclined to say, okay, I'm I want to spend down up front. But for me, Kalajic and Hoppy 
uh, Kalajic playing at Bielefeld and Hoppy playing at home against Cologne. Pretty similar from points expectation, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Um, but definitely both are viable. So if you have... Kalajic is playing Wednesday the late kickoff time, which actually is another positive for Hoppy because he, like, at least he he adds flexibility and you can have him before uh, your Lewandowski star man and Kalajic is playing at the same time as Lewandowski is. So I think front-loading is a pretty good tactic this week and that's why uh, I'd prefer Hoppy over Kalajic. No, it's a very fair argument. I think it's one of those where a lot of people may have been, even with the top-loading possibilities out there, I think many people may have been looking at someone like Gonzalez or Waman Gatuka uh, because of that fixture against Bielefeld. And it's a real double whammy that they've both gotten themselves suspended on the same weekend, um, especially for that game. But I guess, yeah, it does offer a few differential opportunities out there. Let's talk about another one. Our next listener question flow at j.queralt says, is it worth gambling on Jovic or is it best to play it safe with Silver? Because let's be honest, Flo, Silver kept his fine form going, but Luka Jovic gave everyone something to think about by scoring as many goals in, I think, what was it, just over half an hour as he had in his whole Real Madrid career thus far. Yeah, but I'd rather go with Silver because I'm not sure if, like, I, I don't expect Jovic to start. Who knows, like, if he's physical able to go for 90 minutes after basically not playing for a year. Um, great return, definitely on, uh, should be on people's radar, but I don't think there's any need to risk it with Jovic. If they like, if they were playing Tuesday, the early kickoff, and you know he's in a starting lineup before you have to confirm your transfers, or Hütter comes out and saying, "Hey, what I saw from Jovic, he's definitely playing at at, at Freiburg," then it's a different matter. Then you can go with uh, Jovic, but. I just think it's an unnecessarily uh, risk uh, because even if both play, it's like 50-50 who gets more points. So, yeah, go. I'd go with silver. And if you can't find the money because silver is a bit more expensive, I, I, I think then maybe I'd, I'd look uh, at a different club to get my striker. Yeah, I mean, there are options out there and Freiburg aren't the easiest of games right now as proven in that 2-1 loss to Bayern. You know, they did end up on the losing side, but they made a real fight of it in that man in that match. And so, yeah, they're, they're ones to watch out for. Um, and Jovic, I think he's one that I'm definitely in the camp with you, Flo, of saying let's wait and see before committing to him. Although I am, as a silver owner, I am wary of his impact on Andre Silva. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to hit the panic button just yet on that. So let's move on to the next question at FPL underscore Fanatics. With two budget defenders like Sosa and Durm doing so well, should we look at switching our attackers more often now with the three transfers? Um, who would be your main attacking options for the next three to four match days? Thanks. Love the TFF show. Thank you very much much FPL fanatics. So Lewandowski, obviously first. Second would be Andre Silva right now. Uh, he, he's just so, like Frankfurt is picking up form. They won four straight and Silva is pivotal in all the efforts and like the penalty scorer. I don't think it changes too much with Jovic. I, I think as a team, they, um, everyone will be elevated by them having more attacking output and that might even be good for, for Silva because he definitely can give assists for Jovic goals. So 
I wouldn't panic at all because the way he's playing right now, it's just not possible to leave him out the squad unless like Hütter wants to rest him. Um, but uh, given that they're not playing in Europe, I don't think that's a high likelihood of, of happening. And the third choice is actually tough for me because Haaland uh, Dortmund is playing at Leverkusen and Gladbach right now, but that might might actually be a positive because we've seen them falling short when they're playing against a position like Mainz, for instance, and uh, having good games at Leipzig. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not like it's not a given that Haaland is should be up there with um, his price tag of 19 million. Maybe I'd rather want to go with Alessandro Player, for instance, who's playing on, on Tuesday. And you have two games of Gladbach being the first kickoff time. So you know if he's in a starting lineup before you confirm your transfers. And from what I've learned again in the last two match days is how important it is to have players in your squad who actually play. And uh, that, that goes a long way. Uh, right now <laughs> we're back to the very basics of the game are we right now and th- but that's it I mean I think uh, we t- preached about it last week but about the flexibility about having to adapt to situations but we were both on the receiving end of a pretty rough one this weekend um, yeah. because yeah ha- Haaland and Hoffman didn't perform I had Reina and Sessegnon in my squad as well so Haaland even though he got two points ended up still being in my starting lineup by the end of the weekend which is one of those things you wouldn't expect and uh, yeah uh, I I can imagine that we're going to have a few more of those, especially in this English Avoca. I think there's going to be a few twists or turns that people don't expect. And it's whether you can maybe uh, catch a few points along the way uh, and just keep your head above water. I think uh, right now, Flo, do you feel like 100 points or above 100 points is like the, the good benchmark? Yeah, but that can change in every, any given match dates. That's just depending how the, like, the blue chips performing that many people have in their squads. And if they fail... You're definitely, definitely uh, uh, looking good with 100 points. Although, I mean, I was sitting at 112 before the last uh, game of the match day was looking pretty good, and then Silva and Dorm blew it out of the water. And I don't excuse have me, these excuse two. Me, and our excuse me, World Cup winner Eric Dorm. Thank you. Sorry <laughs> for slacking. Just because I it's wanted, right, I did it last week. Yeah, yeah. We thought we make it the short uh, episode, and I was just <laughs> trying to save the World Cup winner, but that was a mistake. No, all good, all good. Yeah. Um, well, just quickly to answer FPL fanatics as well, I'd say this week Gonzalez and Wamagatuka are off the cards, but don't rule them out after this match day. If you're looking for strikers over the next three or four, and then Vald Vekhorst is a, a name that I think needs to be brought up as well because he's someone that can be relied on. Um, okay, we'll move on to the next question uh, from at the Hannan J underscore 21 uh, who says I'm taking Iago and Caligiuri out for Lacroix and Stefan or Brecolo and for the third transfer uh, which of the Leverkusen boys should I take out out of Bailey or Wurz and uh, who shall I replace them with also do you think Mittelstedt will start or not I think we can say Plattenhart's out injured so Mittelstedt really should start I'd be very surprised if he didn't uh, but how about the the Leverkusen boys if Wurz gets the green light and we're not sure if it's going to happen then Bailey will go out if Wurz is still questionable if you have to confirm your transfers and that's like two hours before kickoff of the Dortmund game I'd rather sell Wurz and Leave Bailey in the squad. Who can have a good game against Dortmund? Uh, he's not on top of my list for strikers, but I'd rather 
have a Bailey that plays and a Wurtz that doesn't play. So uh, that will be my, uh, yeah, my my thinking in that. And if you take Bailey out, um, Silva, um, Player or Vejost are my favorites up front as replacement. And midfield, wait, uh, because I'm uh, like, there will be questions and I, I have a at least one player I'm pretty high on for this week. Okay, I, I like the sounds of that. Okay, let's move on to the next question. At FPL Moth says, Wurz and Reiner are both doubts. Who would you be looking at as replacements? And here comes the midfielders that we're talking about. Uh, worth going up or down in value because they're difficult players to cover. Yeah, but like Yannick Gerhardt is the best value and fantasy right now for 6.5 million. Uh, Wolfsburg midfielder. Had a great game last week. We know he can be a fantasy force. He seems to have played himself into the starting 11. And the good thing with him is he's playing in a more attacking role right now. But I expect him to start on the weekend as well um, because Schlager and Maxi Arnold are both on four yellows. And I think the likelihood of at least one of these two guys getting booked at Mainz is pretty high and uh, I think Gerhard's outlook is great and um, for the value having a, a match at Mainz I, I think I saw him taking set pieces as well which was a surprise to me but yeah uh, Gerhard is, is the premium option I, I was talking about I think he, he's the best one and close second is Koulibaly of Stuttgart because there's more doubt that he's in the starting lineup, but I expect uh, to slot in for Vamangituka for Stuttgart, and he's just sitting at 1.1 million. Great value. If you want to spend up, I think Grifo, the Gladbach assets, and Nkunku had a great second half at Wolfsburg. Nagelsmann praised him and said he will get rewarded for what he's shown, so I expect him in the starting lineup. Uh, against Union, that would be the guys I'd think. Um, and Leroy Sané, sorry, I forgot that, because Nabri um, had to uh, be taken off against Freiburg. I don't expect him to start. I expect Sané to start, and he got praised for his performance against Freiburg, and he's also a high-priced, pretty good option. Yes, he certainly is. No doubt about that. Uh, no, I like I like those picks. And yes, yeah, some of those might feature in the player picks later as well. But that is a conundrum, I think, the Wurtz and Reiner one. And I, I have to say, the way Terzic was talking, like Reiner did sound like he might get a few minutes, but it does seem very unlikely that he would start. Agreed. So, I mean, only bear that in mind if you really are struggling with players that aren't going to be in starting lineups at all. Um, otherwise, let's t- move on to our next listener question. At Hafid FW is once again asking Flo, same question like last week, is it time to invest in Schalke assets? And he also asked stick or twist with Sancho. Uh, Sancho wouldn't be a priority sell for me because I think he's now become, like, we're now at a point where he's a great differential pick and like as a team they had a very bad game against Mainz that was like they came very surprising to me but we know the quality Dortmund has and uh, I think they're able to at least be competitive at Leverkusen and why not like they they can be fantasy point squad in the in this game Leverkusen isn't looking as sharp as in the Hinrunde so far, although this is the last game of the Hinrunde, so they're not looking as sharp as in 2020 so far. So um, I don't think it's a bad matchup. If you're thinking about selling Sancho, your squad really has to be pretty decent, yeah. uh, to say the least. Um, yeah. 
And now uh, we're coming to Schalke for one and done. I, li- I like it, but uh, I won't overdo it because they're playing at Bayern on the weekend. And although we've seen Bayern really uh, not playing to their best, I still think it's a matchup to avoid. Harid, 11 million. Hoppy, 1.6. And actually, if you want to save a lot of money, Timo Becker, who will um, probably play right back for Schalke, he's sitting at 1.1 million. With a home game against Cologne, who haven't scored in five games straight, uh, it's at least uh, in consideration to get Timo Becker and a high likelihood of picking up a clean sheet. Yeah, no, I like the sound of that as well. And really, yeah, don't have much to add on that point. So I, I well, yeah, Schalke, <laughs> right? What can you really add to that point? Um, let's move on because Demon2600 is asking who we'd be looking at to replace Gonzalez and Caligiri. He said he's considering two main options right now, Silva and Duan or Arit uh, as a one-week punt or, and Jovic. So he says the second option seems far more risky. So he's leaning towards the first of Silva and Dewan. Um, otherwise, what names would we considering adding out there? Yeah, so I love Silva already said that. I don't like Dewan because Bielefeld is just not creating enough. That I think they, uh, Cologne and Bielefeld, they are at the bottom of shots created. And that's what's hindering Dewan's fantasy output. Although he's a good player. Uh, I'm not sure that all of a sudden we see uh, attacking powerhouse and Bielefeld. And like I, I, I said to a colleague today that the, the chances of, of Bielefeld staying up are connected to the minutes of Sven Shiplock is getting in the Bundesliga because he played over 500 minutes already. And that's definitely not a good sign uh, if you're a Bundesliga squad. It's like he's it's just not... Uh, Uh, sorry, uh, Abel, if you hear that, but <laughs> Sven Schiplock, just not a Bundesliga striker. So uh, I wouldn't go with Duan and um, another cheap option. Gerd already talked about him, Kulibali. So I would um, match and mix what fits budget-wise. Gerd priority. If you can't spend, spend up for him, then Kulibali. Uh, if you want to get a bit more risky, Barcock for 4.2 or Yunus for 6.6 are options. And uh, for Freiburg Habera, 5.5. I, I don't like because I, I expect him to play in a more defensive role, but we've seen Habera having big fantasy games. Definitely a huge differential. And if, if for some reason you don't trust Kulibali, Templeman will probably play for Freiburg. He's sitting at 1 million uh, in midfield as another option. Yeah, like that. I like that a lot, actually. Um, and I'll say, Demon, or Dimitri, I should say, uh, the second part of your question, I think we've thrown out enough striker options already. So I'm going to move on to Adgeral Yu, who also has a question about a striker, incidentally, but one that we haven't really mentioned. He's asking, should I give Kramerich a chance this match day? If not, should it be Silver or Vehicles Flow? Uh, I personally would like to move Kramerich, but... He's no priority for me. And with all the guys not starting, being suspended or injured, uh, you probably have a tough time selling him. And like, if if my options are selling Kramaric, but having another guy who probably won't start in my squad, then I'll stick with Kramaric and just hope that they're having a good game at, at Berlin. I, I still think it's possible, but I mean, Hoffenheim looks just so bad right now. Uh, that it's tough to trust Kramaric, but 
we know that he can explode for big games. And that's what I would hope for. But if you're like, if your squad is looking pretty good, then switching out Kromaric, I think, uh, is, has a high likelihood of being the right choice. Yeah, no, I mean, I had three Hoffenheim players at the start of uh, 2021. And I now, by the time we go into midweek matches, we'll have zero because I need to sell Ryan Sessegnon after he's been uh, ruled out by Sebastian Hernes today. So it's one of those that it just hasn't played out the way we thought. Uh, another player that's in your team, Mateo Klimovic, is part of Geraldo's next question flow. He says, is he likely to have any returns or is he likely to be benched? How are you feeling about him seeing as you've got him in your squad? Yeah, I feel around 40, 60 that he plays. And um, if he plays, we've seen him having great returns, just not like the last two games hasn't been his his top. But we've seen him having shots and passes to shots. So uh, I think he's a great budget option if he's in the starting lineup. He's not a priority sell for me just because he's so cheap. And he can deliver even as a substitute. And I think the least you can expect from him is like 25 minutes uh, at the end of the game. And I might be willing to roll the dice, although it's like it's a late fixture. So that's giving you a tough decision if he's not in the starting lineup, uh, if you want to actually bring him on. But yeah, uh, if you can move in, great. If not, yeah, stick with him. That's That will be my advice. All right, then. So I'm going to call it there for part one, because we did say we're going to keep it short and we've actually gone quite long already. Uh, we did have other questions to get to, but I apologize for the ones we didn't get to. Hopefully we've thrown enough out there. We'll close it here for part one. We'll be back in part two with the player picks. Welcome back to part two of Talking Fußball Fantasy. Uh, we said we were going to be 15 or 20 minutes. We're going to try and keep it under 30 now. Uh, with our player picks, we'll close out the show. We'll start with our Vegas choice flow. Who are you looking at? And I'll say now, uh, listeners, we were going to do, and we are going to do still, uh, one player from each day. So a Tuesday and a Wednesday pick. So Flo, fire your two out there. So Tuesday is Alassane player. Uh, if he's in the starting lineup, you hoping that he's back to 100%. And player, like, he's playing great against Bremen. I'm, I don't have his record uh, in front of me right now, but I know that he scored at least uh, one time. He scored a hat-trick against Bremen. I think he likes to score against them. I mean, who not? But there's still some risk that, like, he's not his usual safe co uh, comes off after 60 minutes. That's why he is a Vegas choice. But having some involvement in this early Tuesday game, I think, could be very beneficial and, and player is the player um, I will bring on most likely. I mean, player, player is, is tough to distinguish there. But you, you get the meaning. Yeah, it's hard to avoid though. How about your Wednesday player then? Uh, Wednesday is Amina Reed. We saw Schalke having a field day against Hoffenheim. Who knows what's happening at Cologne? Um, so it's definitely in the cards that Schalke is having a good game here. But it might not be the case. But it's the early kickoff at Wednesday, and I like that. Uh, so I read uh, as a one and done. Uh, could could be a, a big differential pick. 
Yeah, I like that, actually. I really do. Um, I'm going along the same lines as you on Tuesday with Rame Ben Sabayini, but I think, I mean, he's a Vegas choice because uh, Kicker actually don't have him in their starting lineup, and he is a candidate to maybe get rotated out. But the beauty of Rame Ben Sabayini is that you will know on Tuesday night whether he is or is not in the starting lineup before you make your transfers. And if he is, I would say he's worth a gamble. Um, on Wednesday, I've gone with Christopher Nkunku because there's talk of him potentially being in the Leipzig starting lineup. Nagelsmann was praising the impact he made off the bench uh, and talked about potentially rewarding him so I thought he could be a lovely Wednesday pick uh, if you fancy it in the Leipzig lineup. How about your super schnepchens then Flo? Yeah, you probably can guess from what I've said. Tuesday is Yannick Gerhardt for 6.5 million. Uh, I actually think he could be 10 million and I still would be interested in him because he can, he can do all. Uh, he gives passes to a shot, he shoots and he wins challenges so uh, high floor and, and, and pretty good ceiling with a matchup at, at Mainz. And uh, if we're looking Wednesday, it has to be Koulibaly for 1.1 million. I, expe I fully expect him to start. And uh, that's the reason why he's very interesting. Just like we haven't talked tactics. And although we probably won't hit the 30 minutes marks, uh, James, I'm sorry. I think we have to uh, like quick explainer. Try to get as many players in your squad who uh, don't play at the latest kickoff time. So you, you don't have to make as many tough decisions and you get like most of your horsepower on the road um, and, and then decide who to swap out. And then it's just like four to five players who you can't swap, swap out. That would be ideal in, in, in my opinion. So that might be the reason that Koulibaly has a tough time breaking the squad, actually. But a great pick if you're front-loaded already. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed you haven't mentioned Felix Agu, but I will forgive you for that and move swiftly on. Uh, he could be Tuesday a Vegas choice. Course, <laughs> to to be fair, I had it in one of the answers uh, from the questions we skipped. So, uh, yeah. Ah, see, there you go. You are right. You Agu, are right. definitely your option in the, in the early Tuesday game. Yeah. Definitely. So for Tuesday, my super schnepchen, I've gone with Paolo Ottavio. So again, uh, thinking along the same lines as Flo here. Uh, and on Wednesday, Sasa Kalajic. Um, I think, yeah, really those two speak for themselves because Roussillon is not expected to start um, and not be fit enough maybe uh, to even be in the match day squad. So Paolo Ottavio, I'm following up on a pick that Flo made uh, a couple of weeks ago um, and hoping it comes better for me than it did for him. <laughs> maybe this I still have Ottavio in my squad. Oh, see, then. But then, uh, then I yeah, think maybe got, it I think he's, pays yeah, off yeah, now. Maybe it pays off now. Um, how about your banker picks, Flo? Uh, Tuesday, I'm going with Jonas Hofmann. He had a bad game in a fantasy sense at Stuttgart. I expect him to bounce back against Bremen. And on Wednesday, like, what's your biggest choice is for me, the banker. I'm going with Nkunku, 14.6 million. I, like, I, I can't see that Nagelsmann is not starting him after what he said. Fair. And... Uh, so um, if he's on the pitch, we know he performs in a fantasy sense. Although I have to say, like, my first thought was Leroy Sané, but can't take him, and you guys will know why <laughs> shortly. That's because he's, it's cause he's yeah. my banker choice on Wednesday, yeah. Uh, he, was a, he was a quick one that went down, uh, I'll be honest. And yeah, it is the joy of being the person that writes the script is that you tend to get first pick here. Sometimes Flo beats me to the punch on Twitter when we do an improv one. Um, but yeah, when it comes to writing the script, yeah. I, I, I did put Leroy Sane down. I think he's a very good choice with Serge Gnabry, obviously, uh, out and him uh, making quite an impact off the bench, actually, uh, and still being involved in a fair few shots on goal. 
uh, despite Freiburg sitting deep a lot. Uh, Tuesday pick was Wout Weghorst, uh, because I don't think that managed to be underestimated, especially against a mind side that, yes, they did it against Dortmund and upset the odds once again. But uh, something tells me Wolfsburg have a little bit more resilience about them uh, than the Dortmund side have shown at times. So, uh, yeah, I've gone with Wout Weghorst for my banker on Tuesday. Uh, right, OK, we didn't hit the half hour mark, but that does bring us to an end of this week's Talking Fußball Fantasy episode. Yeah, but well, almost, I think, with the cuts, uh, we're probably there at around We'll We'll, we'll see minutes. how this comes out. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, you basically got a full episode out of us. We will aim to do another one of these on Thursday, potentially, although I think that one really will have to be kept to 15 minutes, depending on my schedule. Yeah, probably we should sort the questions and, like, we have these questions regarding attackers, midfielders and That's, defenders and then just give one answer to all questions regarding one topic. Maybe we should. We can certainly try, try something out when it comes to the list of questions because today was today was off the cuff, but we enjoy this. So like we're not there's there's absolutely not a problem. Yeah. And I mean we sque- we're squeezing it in, James. We have to we have to say that that Engine Walker is a busy busy uh, uh, week for us uh, in a work sense um, but we we enjoy putting like a quick episode out uh, and plus we just like talking to each other Flo and I um, I think that comes across on the show <laughs> so uh, hopefully we've given you enough information to work with for the English of Vocha uh, but for now uh, from me your host James Sogood Flo and the rest of the Talking Foosball crew Auf Wiederhören Auf Wiederhören <laughs>